5AA Nights with Matthew Pantelis. Richard Pascoe, Adelaide Tech Guy. G'day, Richard. Hello, Matthew. Your mic's on? Yeah, yeah the mic's everything's on. Everything's working. The phone's working tonight, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it will be. I can tell you they'll be, they'll be working because you're not panelling. Yeah, um, thanks for that. <laughs> Aussie uh, Internet Regulator. Let's start there. Wants uh, the power to keep the internet regulated. What a good idea. It's a good idea, isn't it? So like ACMA, um, yeah. the Australian Communications and Media Authority, appeared before the Senate estimates, explaining it doesn't have the power to compel data on misinformation from digital platforms such as Facebook and Twitter. Should they really have it? Mm. They're saying if you think they already have the power, the answer is no. It's provided to Akbar on a voluntary basis by the digital platforms. Yes. It should have the power, though, shouldn't it? It should. Yeah. But a voluntary basis. Um, Mm. Akbar Chair Narita O'Loughlin said in the space around complaints handling, it would be very Mm. handy (laughs) if our agency were able to gather additional information from the platforms. Uh, yeah. However, that is enough to empower ACMA in relation to misinformation. If you look at some of our legislative responsibilities, we have specific powers to compel information from, say, the telecommunications companies, yeah. as we all know. Yeah. But we don't have similar powers to compel information from platforms on misinformation, disinformation. Yeah, right. It's weakest. Yeah. It's terrible, isn't it? It is. It yeah. is really is bad. Yeah. And, you know, ACMA, because, you know, if we did the wrong thing here, ACMA would oh, be down yeah. like a done a bricks. And, and they have in the past. <laughs> And social media needs needs exactly that because it's a law yes. into itself. Yeah, I, I just, you know, I don't understand mm. it. And, you know, the government have been banging on about social media for quite a while yeah. now. Um, seems to have gone away a bit since they've all started to pay a bit of money. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Is it just me or? No. Uh, no, I reckon they're, they're the same. Yeah, it's exactly the same, isn't it? It, yeah. it really is. We, you yeah. know, we've had money tra- change hands yeah. and, and that and, you know, love the government, but you know, seriously. Yeah. Hey, let me throw a question at you. We've been talking about uh, PIN cards, PIN numbers on, on yes. cards. Yep. Mike rang up before, said he's asked his bank to um, disconnect his PIN. So he, so anyone who finds it or if he has it stolen can't just go up and swipe away. Right, but right. has he still got his card? Yeah, still, still have his card. He just wants that swipe function, the tap and go. He yeah. wants that disconnected. So he has to, sorry, not have his pin disconnected. So he has to enter his pin. His to shop. pin number to go yeah. along and do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what he wants. He wants the yeah. tap and go disconnected. Um, and I see Steve, now the bank refused to do it. Right, which I thought very interesting. But anyway, Stephen says he's had his done. His bank has disabled the pay wave function uh, the last time his debit card came up for renewal. Um, so, you know, what are your thoughts on that whole situation? Hey, what bank was it? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But you'd think banks would be able to do it. Stephen certainly I'm has. aware of, I thought most banks were aware. Yeah. You should be able to go along and do it. Disconnect it. Disconnect it mm. straight away. Or have a card issued with it. I always think it's safer to tap and go with your phone. Yeah. Well, unless you have your phone stolen. Uh, but if you've got the <laughs> PIN number on the front, yeah. they can't get in. Well, though, with your phone, that you, it needs face ID or a yes, that's, that's exactly right. right. Your Put your PIN yeah. So I, I, I think to do that, yeah. and, and the reason I do like the phones mm. is that um, if you go to buy, let's say, from a large retail organisation yeah. and use a credit card, yeah. they know it's Matthew Pantelis buying it. Yeah. They know where you live. Yeah. They know everything about what you're buying. They can construct all the different things around it. Mm. Now, if you tap and go with your phone, 
They don't know who's bought it. All they know is you had enough money in your account to go along and pay for it. That's okay. the only bit of information that goes through that's to the, that, that retail organisation. I love that. I, I, so that's why I think, yeah. you know, and to the listeners out there, if you haven't ever tried tap and go yeah. and you worry about, go to the bank, give them your phone, help them set it up and yeah. explain how secure it is for you. Hmm. I, I just think it's, it really is for so many people out there. It's a very, very good thing to do. All right. There you go. VR headsets. Now, everyone's wanting them, getting them. The meta is coming. The meta's coming. <laughs> it's costing Facebook a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. So are they bad for us? Well, there's a lot of conjecture about this, but they have become the, the, the focus of health concerns. The most obvious risk in, involves injuries when you blunder around into real objects while <laughs> yes. immersed in VR as well. But there's, there's subtle health effects. So people are reporting headaches, uh-huh. big headaches, uh, eye strain, dizziness, and nausea after using the headsets. I, I read a report that it's it's like you've had... It's like you've been in the Havelock all night and you've been drinking heavily all night and that's one of the effects you can get from VR headsets. How do you know that, there. though? How do you know that? It's They've done studies <laughs> on it. It's just like you've had too many drinks on there right. as well. So some symptoms are triggered by the VR illusion. Yeah. Um, it makes the eyes focus on objects apparently the distance that are actually centimetres away. Yeah, okay. So it can be damaging wow. to your eyes, um, you know, as well. Uh, recent study by researchers, researchers at Leeds University found that just 20 minutes exposure to VR could affect the ability of some children to discern the distance to objects. So, you know, we're talking about short-sidedness, um, you know, as well. So, you know, if you go along and give the kids a VR headset, yeah. um, just be careful Good about idea. what you're doing. And they say you should restrict it to a certain amount of time. Don't right. let them keep going on and for on hours. for yeah. hours on it because they'll take the headsets off and they'll be falling all over wow. the place. Can induce vomiting as well. I really? read on one, Yeah, on one report as well. That's not good. It's not. It's I wonder not. what the answer is then, because that's kind but, of the way of the future. But but we're we're, we're playing with mm. the way the brain yeah, works yeah, on yeah. there as well. And for you know, for some of the VR headsets, um, they're not let's say crystal clear and sharp mm. when you put them on. Mm. Um, you know, I've, I've tried a couple of them just for like for a few minutes yeah. on there, and some are okay. Um, but Apple are reportedly might release a set. Um, some of the rumours that the prices might be around the $5,000 oh. mark. They're oh. not going to sell many, are they? Uh, no. They sell a few. Yeah, they <laughs> I will sell a few. Yeah, I won't be buying no. one. Um, but the, the ones they're talking about are going to be, it's going to look like real life. Okay. Absolutely crystal clear and real life. Right. But it's it's the effect on the brain yeah, yeah. and that, that people are just starting to have studies yeah, about now. Unreal. Have you seen Johnny English, any of the Johnny English movies? Yes. Yeah, the third one where he's wearing the VR? No. you got to see that. Okay. That is side-splittingly funny. <laughs> right. It really is. Yeah. So, it's funnier uh, than some of the comedians we were discussing yeah, earlier. Yeah, yeah, it is. He's funnier. <laughs> Trust me. Uh, okay, so VR, virtual reality. Yep. Now, and related, I suppose, wearing masks and unlocking your phone. You can't do it with VR goggles. You can't no. do it with a mask either. Well, yeah. Or can you? Um, it's coming soon. Really? So in beginning of March, we'll see I was 15.4 coming out. Yeah. So that's going to enable us to, if we've got a mask on yeah. and we look at our phone, 
it's going to enable us to unlock our phone. Really? Because it's going to take more measurements around the eyes okay. and the head and everything, which I think is a great idea. Maybe you should just get a photo with the mask. Exactly. So, because a lot of people, you know, if you go to pay for something, you've yeah. got to stop and then you've got to t- oh, you know, yeah, put your number in and, and pull it down yeah. and do all of those sort of things. Yeah. So, you know, it's, I, I think it's a really good thing that's happening. Mm. Um, face, 3D facial recognition was launched back in 2017. Okay. So we've had it for a while now, but as soon as COVID swept around the world, that was kind of like the end of it. So yeah, we yeah. all went back to fingerprints and putting the number in. Yeah. Um, if you've got an Apple Watch out there as well, you yeah. can actually, Pick your phone up, and it knows it's you because of the Apple Watch. Now, I don't have an Apple Watch, but I was reading on my phone the health um, yes. app, you know, mm. that's on the phone. And the amount of hookup with you uh, that, uh, that, that, that hooks up to the watch and what it can do mm. is just amazing. So it measures your uh, oxygen intake. Blood it, oxygen yeah. level, um, you know, accurate heart rate, you know, all the different things on there as well. And it's just going to get you know, better and better yeah. as it goes along. Cause, cause we'll see a new watch at a new phone in September. Yeah. Um, the, the latest watch was more of a, more of an incremental upgrade. Okay. Um, so this year we're probably going to see a big leap forward in more health benefits. Wow. I mean, they're talking about measuring glucose levels through the watch. That's unreal. I, and like I just, sweat or something. I, I don't know how they're going to do it. But, you know, for measuring glucose levels, there's going to be so many people out there yeah. that's going to be absolutely love that. Absolutely. As well. Well, and you know what? Even if you don't think you, you might not be aware you've got a problem and suddenly it's telling you your glucose is too high or too low or whatever yeah. it is or your blood and look, pressure. Fall detection is marvellous yeah. on there as well. I just I had to go out to see somebody the other day who just wanted me to explain it. Yeah. Um, you know, it basically, if you, you know, if you fall over and you don't move and it knows you've hit, it will go along and dial triple O for you. How about that? And say, you know, Richard has fallen over at that this point and ring an emergency contact as well. Goodness me. And I just think, you know, for a lot of people out there, I, I just think it's a great, great idea. It is a good idea. All right. Um, we will, uh, at that point on good ideas, take a break at quarter past nine and we'll be back. If you want to join us, eight double two three double O double O on, uh, scams just before we might uh, think about this after the break, Richard, but uh, this is from Faye, who says, I'd like to bring this to everyone's attention. Uh, I had a phone message from overseas on my landline a fortnight ago. I've been pleased to be able to report that I've already reported this to Scamwatch and the Do Not Call Register. Today, I tried to get through again to Telstra through their contact centre. A week of trying to get through. It's like going around the merry-go-round. Um, the potential scam number has finally been removed in order to protect privacy somebody gave me a contact from the morning show i called that person back after i told them what happened i left a message for your contact person to get back to me um it's all been resolved okay report the number says Faye at windsor gardens to scam watch good idea Faye. that's the upshot yeah i just i, I wonder how much scam watch care Oh, well, they should. They, they, they should. We pay them, them to care. We pay them to care, a bit like ACMA. Yeah. You know, we pay them to do certain things, but, you know, reporting a phone number, if, if you've lost money, mm. I understand all that. But, you know, there, there's probably so many phone numbers we could go and report. And Faye, I think you're wonderful sending it in. Yeah. Um, and good luck getting through to Telstra at the moment. So it's, you know, it's, it's all about the app. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Use the app. Use the app to get <laughs> through them. Richard Pascoe is with, with me, Adelaide Tech Guy. And uh, uh, let's see, Charlie says, Hi, guys. The best way i found to get through to those big companies is ask for cancellations. You usually get a quick response. There you go. Uh, as well. Got to say, a friend of mine, um, his Foxtel came up for renewal. 
Yeah. And Bill argues with them every year on the top package yeah. on there as well. And he said, I'm not paying the $135. You can come pick your box up. And they go, okay, we'll give it to you for another year for $99. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> There's a tip for you, people. How about that? Yep. Just tell them to take it away. Yeah, okay. And they put you through and he, he's got it for 99 I think it's the last three years in a row. He's got it for $99. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, if you run 135 already, it's kind of too late. Well, you stick to that, I suppose. Yeah. Not paying you 150 no, not, not at all, so I thought that was good. That's excellent. Good eye. Uh, Nola wants to know, is the Fitbit watch payments the same as Apple Watch and safe to use? Yeah, it's fine. Yep. Yep. Yeah, because right. it's on the Android side as well, okay. so you, you'll end up using the Google Pay system. It's very right. secure. Uh, Peter wants to know if Oppo phones are any good. They're okay. <laughs> You're getting what you pay for, Peter. Yeah, they are cheap, aren't they? They're, They're two hundred bucks. Yeah, for a for an Apple sized looking it's smartphone. It's actually right. Yeah, and and works similarly from what it, I've seen it's, of them. Yep, yeah, it's an Android phone. Works, you know, works quite well. Yeah. People are either quite happy with it. Depends what you want to do with it. Mm. You know, it's not a photographer's phone. Let's yeah. put it that way. Because as we know, they're all great cameras now. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's why you're buying them. Yeah. Tony, with this message for Mike on his uh, his tap-and-go thing on his card, he says, all the banks I use have facilities online to switch PayWave on or off to your heart's content. I'd suggest Mike changes his bank. Yeah, there you so go, do Mike. I. All right, simple I think, as I that. think I might know which bank it is. Okay. <laughs> all right, don't, don't say. No. <laughs> do iPhones need an antivirus? In a word, no, they don't. Good. Um, so iPhones are the, probably the most secure operating system out there right now yeah. as well. And, you know, a lot of people go along and say, well, you, you should put an antivirus on there. But here's the, here's the truth. There aren't really any antivirus apps for smartphones to begin with. Now, I see them on people's phones, so they yeah. go along and put them on there. They're available in the App Store. Um and we've got companies like you know, Trend, McAfee and Advance have all got these apps on the App Store yeah. that you can go along and put on. They don't actually have an antivirus in the app. Oh, what? So, so they've got... So you're paying for it? Yeah, in some cases you are. So they've got things like a virtual private network you can turn on. Please don't do that, people. Um, as well, you don't need it at all. They supposedly run security checks for websites, uh-huh. security checks for Wi-Fi networks, and even have a password manager. But they don't actually have an antivirus built in. Because on an iPhone, things yeah. are sandboxed in there. So it means it can't, when you install it there, yeah. it can't actually see what's coming in in the mail, can't see what you're browsing to. Mm. So you don't really need it. So, you know, the, the, it's locked down, so you just don't need to put one on there. Yeah, and it begs the question, what are you surfing for? <laughs> you think you need antivirus on your phone? Uh, uh-huh. y- yes, on an and, iPhone. Uh, on an iPhone, yeah. and basically, if you've surfed somewhere you shouldn't surf, yeah. you clear the cache on your phone in your browsing history, yeah. restart your phone, and you're back to normal. Okay, all right. So when you sometimes for people who panic when they get those messages that says your phone's been compromised and it's now locked, or you know, on an iPhone, you just clear, clear that, clear the browsing history, yeah. clear the cache, get rid of everything on there, yeah. restart your phone, and. Gone on there as well. Simple as that. Don't pay anyone any money. No. That's the benefit of an iPhone. Exactly right. Mm. Yes. With Samsung, with Androids, I shouldn't say Samsung, with Androids, you get that? Are you stuffed? I think on the modern Android phone, so yeah. you've got a Samsung one for the last two years, let's say the last two years, I, I'm still of the opinion you don't need one either. Okay. Because all the basic things in there still work and it all is right. very, very secure on so there. So the older it is, the more the in older, danger yes. of being compromised. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Chrome... OS Flex, what is that? 
I think it's a brilliant idea, and I'll put a post up on my website right. It's it's up there right now about it. So it's it's a cloud operating system for PCs and Macs. Yeah. So it's for older PCs and Macs yeah. on there as well. So what they've done is we, we know about Chromebooks yeah. out there running the Google operating system. So Chrome, uh, Google went and bought uh, a company called Cloud Ready, yeah. and what they've been able to do is you can go along and – put a whole operating system on a USB stick, boot it on your old Mac Mm. or on your old Windows machine, and you've got an up-to-date Google Chrome operating system on there, and it will run like new. Okay. So you don't need to throw the thing away. So if it's running Windows XP, if it's running Windows Vista, um, and you can wipe the drive and just run on the Google operating system in there. So you've got Gmail, browse on the internet, no viruses, no malware, and they're giving it away for free. Okay. Which, so I think to keep, so, you know, some of the, cause sometimes we always want to throw something away. Mm. You know, for this, we can revive old computers. And I think it's a great idea. And for, you know, for people that can't afford a new computer either, wonderful idea. To me, it's, it's great and they should be applauded for that. Problem solved. Sounds good. Uh, Michael at Paralawi. Hi, Michael. Hello, good evening. Oh, no, we, hang on, Michael, we can't, we, we can't hear you properly. You're on the handset. I'll just, uh, I think Richard likes his calls this way, but now we've got you through the Yeah, desk. thanks for right. that, Matthew. I'm, I'm right. Okay, just quickly, look, Richard, probably, you know, just after Christmas or whatever, I'd swapped over from Vodafone to, um, Telstra. Yes. I've got a new phone, S21, I think it is. Yeah. Um, what I've actually noticed is, I'll send a message, uh, a text message or a photo as well to people I know. Right. And then when I catch up with them, might make the comment about, you know, the picture I sent you or the message or I've tried to get in contact. And they're telling me that they just don't get anything. Mm. Where I, when I was with Vodafone, I could send a picture or text or whatever to anyone and they'd get it. Have you taken your phone into a Telstra store? Well, I was looking to do that tomorrow, but I actually thought, you know, hearing you on there, whether yeah. you might have known, is it something with Telstra? Uh, no, uh, n- believe it or not, Michael, most of the time I hear the, this with uh, Optus and Vodafone. I mean, more or less, the last said to me at Telstra when I rang about it, she said, it could be someone you're sending something to might have an iPhone or they're on That's a different That's got nothing network. to do with, nothing to do with it. That's not, that's complete nonsense saying that. So could it be the phone settings? Not that I've changed anything, but. Yeah. It no, it be. should be, you, know, you just like start a normal message and just text it straight through, don't you? Yep. Yep. Does anybody get any of your messages? Uh, a couple have, but most don't. Most don't, because I'll test it when you go into the, take it into the store, get them to have a look. All right. Fantastic. All right. Thanks very much, Mike. Thanks, Michael. Michael. Just, Bye. just, just curious, Michael. Michael. Yep. When you send it, does the photo that you're sending, is that in your, you know, in your phone? Is it in the text that it's gone? Can you see the photo? Yeah. Okay. So it's but gone. But they don't get it. But they don't get it. Yeah, that's interesting, isn't it? It is. All right. I'll let you in peace. Good on you, Michael. Thanks, Michael. That's really interesting. It is. Sorry to be the tech guy. No, that's, that's, no, that's fine. A good, it was a good point to bring <laughs> yeah. up on there as well. Because if he can see it, why can't they? I mean, if he yeah. couldn't see it, then there's then a problem. No, yeah. yeah. If, if I sent you a yeah. text and there's nothing there nothing in the there. first place yeah. on there as well. Yeah. So he sent it through the Android, so yeah, share yeah. by text message. Yeah. And then if you're still listening, Michael, make sure it's share by text message when you do it. That's a good point. Yes. Hey, Trump, President Trump. Former President Trump Former has launched his um, his social media app. Follow the truth. Truth. 
Yes. There was a newspaper in Australia called Truth. The Truth as made, well. had a couple of good points. <laughs> exactly right on there. So they describe as America's big tent social media platform that encourages an open, free and honest global communication without discriminating against political ideology. Only available in the United States oh, at the moment. So we so can't, we don't we get can't the at truth. the moment. So yes, it will be available on the App Store yeah. for those people who are excited to see what the Donald is doing. Wow. So yes, I know his son tweeted today that it's coming and, okay. uh, uh, saying your your favourite American president is coming back. So, who was your favourite American president? Um, in my in my lifetime, uh, probably Reagan. Yeah, yeah, he I was. He, yeah, he was good. Yeah, Obama gave a good speech though. He gave a good speech, but he didn't do much else. He, did, he, he drew he drew a lot of red lines, exactly. and then the Syrian government kept crossing them, and he drew more. more yeah, he, he ran out of red ink eventually, yeah. I reckon. But <laughs> uh, but he did give a good speech. Um, I was going to ask you something. Oh, about a software update for Chrome and uh, what's what's the, now they're getting up to a hundred. Tell me about this. This is going to affect a lot of things that we're going to happen. So Google Chrome, yeah. Firefox, yeah, uh, and I think Safari as well yeah. are all getting up to version one hundred. So Google Chrome at the moment is on version ninety eight. Okay. Now the problem is, this is going to sound very familiar to people. Once they get up to a hundred. It's going to break a lot of websites right around the world because they haven't kept the back end updated and they never thought, probably thought they'd ever get to a hundred mm. on there as well. Mm. So it's, it's going to stop all of these happening and they're trying to slow it down at the moment. And I think you're going to find various versions are going to be stuck on 99 for a while. So 99A, 99B. No, I think so. Sounds just, like bus routes. Just until we, just until all the websites are changed out there. You know, to to make sure that they're all going to be compatible. This is a Y two K type thing. Exactly right. Okay. It, it can't handle the three numbers right. on there. But so many people have still got websites that were designed five ten years ago yeah. and haven't done the basic upgrade in the background for it. Okay. So if you've got a modern website, you should be fine. But a lot of websites are going to grind to well. It's going to become a big story out there. Yeah, right. All right. We'll see where that. Uh, how long? Soon. Pretty soon. Uh, very soon. Gee, uh, Neville. Hi, Neville. Yeah, good day, boys. Uh, just a query. I got an old prepaid phone with about a hundred dollars on it. Right. And I was going to get a new phone, big button or something, but they said that I lose the money that's on the old one. Who's your provider at the moment, Neville? Telstra. What to swap a phone? You so you're just going to go from one's phone to the other? Yeah. But they say the hundred that I've got on there, I lose that. Can't be transferred or anything. Keeping the same number? Yeah, same number, Neville. Yeah. Neville, uh, send me an email, if you could. Yeah. All right? Just send me an email, and I'll talk to Chris Marks at Telstra about this. No worries. Thanks, All right? Mate. Thanks, Neville. Yeah, include your phone number. Yes. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> Thanks. Good on you, Neville. Well, you never know. That's exactly right. So, yes. <laughs> yeah, all right. That, that doesn't sound right to me. No, not at uh, all. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, so. some, of the, some of the stores at the moment from all of them are giving out some dodgy advice. Yeah, that's really bad. All right. Uh, good on you, Richard. Thank you. Thanks, Matthew. And if people want to get in touch, where can they find you? Uh, AdelaideTechGuide.com.au. But if you want to come and see me, I'll be at the Unley Library oh. tomorrow at 11 o'clock. Give me a talk on Windows 11. Oh, wow. It's free. Any, like, 11 o'clock, Unley Library. Lucky it's not 12 o'clock. Exactly. That just right. wouldn't work out, would no, it? No, it wouldn't work out. You <laughs> <laughs> have to do it on Windows 12. 5AA Nights with Matthew Pantelis.